Aloha, it's Mimi here. And I am Rita. And, and you're welcome, welcome to Winging It, it with, with Mimi and Rita. Rita. <laughs> it's Re, not Rita. Okay, please. <laughs> it's such a short name. Uh, um, so yeah, guys, super, 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 super excited about what we are about to talk about. And just in thinking of how much of what we said the last time previously which was basically an empowered woman has like um an empowered mind or you empower your mind means it's a strong you'll be a strong woman and um i think for today one of the things that we felt which is very very aligned and key that will literally just fit into what we were talking about last time was talking about the key things you put in place and making sure that you um keep at being a an empowered woman yeah um and so i just felt like one of the things that is very important and that rita actually ended off with is ways to be kind to yourself and one of the ways that people don't actually think is being kind to yourself is cutting off toxicity Mm. what does that even mean hey because it means different things to different people. Yeah, I feel like cutting off, you know, toxicity or toxic people doesn't really have to be from a point of enmity. Okay, because whenever I hear people say they want to cut off someone, it's always from a place of enmity, like, oh, she's my enemy. She's. I feel like the focal point should be from a point of view where you see that someone is not good for you Mm. not good for your mental health not good for your progress or personal development as a person so if i say i'm cutting off the toxic person yeah we may not really have squabbles or fights but i just ghost you i give you a distance and even when i see you i don't open up to you like i would someone that is close to me because that means i'm letting you into my space and you could you know disrupt the peace and the stability i've already built for myself Mm. so i think when we are talking of cutting off toxicity is putting yourself in a place where you're thinking in your best interest yeah (laughs) which is very hard for us to do as women because you know we're always thinking of the next person what they think of us wanting to be that person that they want us to be but we are not trying to consider who we need to be for ourselves you know yeah so just before just cutting that into something else i think just dwelling a little bit or delving a bit deeper in terms of cutting off people Mm. or toxic things or behavior patterns or whatever that you feel is not serving you well um i think for me personally i find it very difficult when it comes to cutting off people it's only been in the past like year or two that i've literally understood the importance of not necessarily as you said removing yourself from people or just yeah just um walking away from spaces where you feel you're not unwanted i think i pre-english people english (laughs) perceive it it's not our home language yeah perceive it from a place of walking away rather than cutting because cutting seems so 
so vile yes. in my perception yeah and um, that's just my opinion but i always say that walk away from the people who or from the table where love no longer serves you mm. and so when i love you i know what it means in terms of how i am towards you and if that's not reciprocated for me personally i just walk away because i feel like maybe you're not ready and also because you are in a space where you cannot receive it you're not able to process what i'm about mm. to give so that is has worked for me in in, in conceptualizing what it means or but not being able to look at it from a perspective of it not being so you know vicious as in like I'm cutting you off or I'm deleting or I'm blocking you yeah. which works for people but for me I think sometimes also just engaging from a place of making you understand like listen hmm. I've reached mm. a particular mm. limit and this limit is causing me and also engaging you from a place of knowing that I'm giving you because people what is this word that people always use closure closure <laughs> I need closure. Yep. Um and we obsess about wanting to know why or what or when. Um by making this person aware of what it is that did not work for you and you leave it from what you were saying, not really enemies but knowing that this is not serving me well. Yeah, and communication like I'm picking from what you're saying is important because it gives room for people to see themselves the way they are. Mm. And sometimes you may be judging someone too harsh <laughs> but you get to see their life the way they see it and it's a different thing if someone else is not willing to accept yeah. you know that is like for me that is the the red flag for me if i talk to you about how i feel a certain way or i feel you've mistreated me or i feel like we need to talk because you're really not helping me or the relationship is not serving us i think i'm looking out for your open-mindedness i'm looking out for your remorse i'm looking out for you, your acceptability of the truth and how you're handling it and for me if you don't look if you don't even accept that maybe or take if you don't even take responsibility of the part you played uh, i don't think it's necessary that we go yep. for that but that communication is important because i mean people need to know why you are walking away you know so that in future at least you can be cordial friends mm. i mean like we can see and laugh and smile but not to the extent of opening the doors of my house or trying to tell be vulnerable around you so yeah um walking away works for me too <laughs> it works um, for me and you know why i feel I, I i sorry to cut you short when you walk away it gives room for growth because you know we all grow yeah but we are not growing on the same level yeah so speed. yes or speed so maybe at that moment the person is not getting you but you don't have to create an uncomfortable environment that maybe when that person has grown in the future it's hard for you to like connect back i mean, yeah. I mean you've had friends that before you were like i i, I can't deal with this person mm. but years later you see them and you guys are talking and the person you is like oh, yeah oh that time i was silly oh that time yeah. i was yeah but cutting off makes it hard to connect back because you people are having animosity yeah. you're hurting for maybe the way you cut the person yeah. off <laughs> so yeah walking away works fine so fine that is one of the things that we're talking about like cutting off mm. toxicity yeah and as I, an act of being kind yes. to yourself 
Yeah. And then we also said that one of the important things is acceptance because now we're talking about communicating. Mm. Now having communicated what it is that you know was toxic mm. and you're communicating to this person that like, listen, this is the particular thing that I know is not serving this relationship. You're not only looking for looking into the intent of self-serving, like serving yourself, but you're also serving this person by doing them a justice for the work you've put into this relationship. Mm. Now, the trick comes when you or they cannot receive or accept what you are putting onto the table. Mm. Based on what we were saying earlier on, not being ready because you're not growing at the same speed, number one, and number two, you also are not growing the same yeah. at the same level yeah on the same level acceptance for me is key i think as someone that wants to walk away from something that no longer serves you also takes acceptance like you remember when you had friends that you know you had to walk away from but you couldn't just because you guys have created memories yeah and you guys have shared some strong things but yeah. you are you find yourself in a situation where in order for you to take that next step in life you need to like walk away it's so hard mm. so you have to come to terms with it as a person and that is my own that's like number one acceptance you have to accept it for yourself that hey these people are no longer good for me and it comes with sitting with yourself and having those tough conversations <laughs> like even when you seem to gain more when we are with these people you know which makes the decision tougher i think also you need to accept the fact that this no longer serves me mm. and 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 i'm talking about this in respect to both when it's a female relationship or uh an intimate relationship with a guy because i know with the guy the dynamics change but it's tougher okay. <laughs> because you're emotional being you have emotional needs and probably this person has served there's a bond there's a soul tie already but you see girl this guy ain't good for me so I gotta I gotta step and then you're fighting your flesh and your emotional needs with taking that critical decision so acceptance for me personal acceptance first is key for me mm-hmm. before we now go into the other person accepting and for me I feel like once you've accepted on a personal level whether the other person accepts it or not is not really critical to me moving on because if you're accepting it you're accepting it for you not for me but this is me here this is where i stand and i'm trying to let you know that this is where i stand with you so and this is for this reasons so i think it's either we adjust or i walk now if we accept the fact that okay this is no longer working and i don't think i'm ready to walk with you then so <laughs> you are introducing something that is key which is this negotiation in acceptance yeah which is you basically putting things in place that make sure that ensures your 
best interest but also in accepting what is best for yourself yeah interesting yeah i think one of the things that i also find with acceptance is you know the key word that we just used is closure yeah closure. people want have an expectation and an outcome for themselves when it comes to closure yeah and that actually um hinders the process of accepting certain things because in you having an expectation that is a particular way an expectation is just you having a direct translation of what you want yeah from a particular behavior and if it doesn't work out people have the tendency to go back and try to work it out in a way that will still be in benefit of what they think should be the outcome yeah and that the sad reality is that acceptance is not necessarily going to work in favor of what you expect yes my sister you need to say that again for those at the back you need to loud it please acceptance <laughs> You need to understand that acceptance sometimes won't be working in the favor of what it is that you expect outcomes yep. will be. Yep. So I often say, when we talk about serving yourself well, people have New Year's resolutions. Other people have <laughs> um, what do you call it? Vision boards. Yeah. Where they see themselves. Intentions too. Yeah, and intentions. When you look at these intentions or you go back to your New Year's resolution or you go back to your goals, your monthly goals or yearly goals, if you look at the things that you have not accomplished while being in the same space as this person and while being, you know, either being in a relationship or just connecting or whatever, and you see that you've actually gone backwards instead of forwards, then I think you coming to a self-realization is important because these are not just things that you just made up. They meant something to you. Mm. And so accepting like what's this tangible or like physical um or visible markers to say that this is what you have not seen come through for you while being in a relationship with this person that is a constant reminder of the fact that you're not necessarily serving yourself well and you're also not serving the person well by staying there because one of the things that i also find with not accepting things for what they are mm. is that we are enabling certain toxic behavior going back to toxicity yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying so it's it just one of the things that i think that served me well is being able to also take personal responsibility knowing that when i, when I am Ooh. accepting certain things i'm realizing that i had a part to play as mm. to why things turned out the way they did and now in making sure that i am going to move forward I'm putting these things in place and I act on it. Am I not necessarily just doing it for the sake of doing it, but I'm also empowering myself by saying I can. Yes, I can. You know, the moment you said taking responsibility, it jumped at me because, you know, the process of taking responsibility is not pleasant. Nope. And I think this is where tough love comes in and tough decisions because me making those tough decisions, you are like, do what you have to do. It's not about what you want to do now. It's what you have to do. And in relation with kindness, I know sometimes we see kindness as being soft, being sweet, but if you're a black person, you know that love ain't always sweet. Like <laughs> our own version of love, tough love. 
uh, let's not even bring our mothers into this conversation because <laughs> they are the examples of how tough love can be. Were you not the one telling me the time and some time ago that when you enjoy yourself and come back home, your mom is like, will beat you on top, top of, of the. <laughs> and for her, that's love. That's like showing you that, hey, I you love yourself. Yes. When I said. I precautioned you and said, listen, don't do this. And then you ended up doing it. So now I'm beating you because you're adding to what I was trying to avoid, which is either getting her in further debt by having to rush you to hospital, taking from her time. Do you know what I'm saying? And spending money that we are trying to economize. You know, that kind of thing. So she's trying to bundle all her love into into protection yes. of all sorts, sorts and levels of protection actually if you think about it psychologically you traumatized yourself <laughs> by injuring yourself by injuring exactly so for black people like us tough love is it's not always sweet it's not always pleasant but it's tough but it's also love because when you look back and you see the progress you've made you'll be so happy about the decisions yeah and that brings me to share this experience the decision to keep my son was (laughs) it was tough because the father didn't want him and i was turned between having an abortion or keeping him and keeping him meant facing my family's wrath societal wrath of hmm you're pregnant you're wayward you know and also this thing about women a woman a woman's value, value. depreciating hey. because... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it was a tough decision i'm not laughing friend i know <laughs> you can laugh about it <laughs> we we've all been stupid at some point of our lives so that's also kind not as the stupidity <laughs> is keeping the child guys okay yes yeah so I had to choose either the easy way out of abortion, which I don't even think abortion is an easy way because you get to live with that pain in your conscience for the rest of your life and the guilt. That's the worst. You know? And facing the wrath of my parents and society and having the baby. And what helped me make that decision of keeping my child was the fact that I had to sit with myself and ask myself, why are you pregnant? Mm. You are pregnant clearly because you did not take precaution. I mean, you had unprotected sex. What were you thinking? Accepting your role and responsibility. I had to ask myself, okay, now this is the consequence of that action. Mm. Forget about the consequences on you. Do you think mm. that this child deserves the decision to be removed because of your irresponsibility? Hey, you. And that was Girl. what that was what <laughs> turned the whole thing around for me because my decision and trying to erase my responsibility is affecting another person's innocent life and i couldn't live with that 
consciousness or guilt for the rest of my life so I had to choose keeping this child and facing the wrath and to be honest with you when I look back it's seven years now I look back and I say this is about the best decisions I've made in my life watching him grow being a blessing to my family this family I was afraid of their wrath <laughs> now he is a blessing to them they cannot stay a moment without him the joy the happiness it has brought to my immediate family and I'm like you see I would have robbed the world of this gift who knows what he will be in future you know yes the circumstances from and which he ideal. came is not ideal but i had to take responsibility i had to make that tough decision and it wasn't pleasant girl it wasn't you told me because I, I always have to face that look that hmm, and i'm still single so there's also this thing about hmm, she's probably still single because she's a single mother but remember like i think one of the things that you actually hit on the head is when you said like accepting the consequences mm. like the consequences are not like going to be immediate and you feel it now <laughs> you're probably sometimes going to go you'll see it when your son is not going to have everything that you'd want to give him should you have been better prepared yes. you know what i'm saying yeah because remember the societal norm sometimes also as a consequence in terms of being able to look at your son from oh that child who came out of wedlock you know what i'm saying that heavy burden yes. that comes with that yeah. you being able to carry that cross maybe for the rest of your life but being able to look at it from both angles and not just the side that is self-serving where you're just going to be like, well, I think these are the benefits for me. Yes. You considered him in all of what it is that you were doing. Yes. And so... It makes a difference. Nay. It makes a difference. And th- there is no better form of kindness to self for me. Because I'm at peace with myself. Like, I'm able to go to bed and wake up. And I know I'm facing... The demons I'm facing are not the ones that... I've not conquered. It's the ones that I don't know what it is. Yeah, you, you know, just conquer. <laughs> yes, because I, as far as I'm concerned, I've conquered that. Mind. I've conquered Two the things. fact that I know that when somebody walks up to me and feels like they need to look down on me because I'm a single mom, I look at the person's face and be like, hell no. Hell no, I'm proud of the person I have become because I raised this child, because I made that right decision. So you have nothing on me, you get. So, and that is kindness for me because I'm able to live with my decisions and be at peace with it. You know, when you said conquered, mm. there's this um, statement I always live by at this moment in time. That's what I'm thinking of. It says, if you lost something or someone, but you found yourself, you've won. Ah. <laughs> so in cases such as what you were just saying is that the demons that you've conquered are better than the ones that you have not yes because you found yourself in the process of trying to overcome something that was going to overcome you for the rest of your life but yes do you know what i'm saying yes and so those are the things when we come to saying the main three key things that we say by cutting off toxicity that comes with having to realize that you need to sometimes cross the bridges hmm. that has not yet been built mm. 
because sometimes we put too much on our weight and shoulders by having um, preconceived ideas mm. about something that you don't know. You would not have imagined what your son was going to be like and, 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 and. You yeah. know, and all your yeah. family having to accept you. Mm. Should you have still have preconceived ideas about your family themselves? Like as in, they are the set type of thinking people. Mm. You've just allowed them also to evolve in being able to be gracious. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, girl. Yes, girl. So, and also being part and parcel of being able in a place of to being able to accept, being able to accept even in the times when you've made decisions that is has compromised them in an instance where they say they had a vision and idea for your life. Mm. And now they look at you and they're thinking, oh, my child, I think you should have had a husband now. Let them be okay with, you need to be okay with them expressing that because yeah. that's how they feel. That's part of accepting the whole package that comes with your decision. Yes. And I think you saying this made me reflect on a discussion I had with my dad sometime. And I think sharing this story is also critical for some people that feel like when they need to have that closure with someone before they walk away or cut off from toxicity. Um, they feel like it doesn't help the next person. It actually does because in finding yourself, sometimes others find themselves. Yes. Too. So I had this um, back and forth with my dad after I came back with my son because I didn't have my son at home. I was so ashamed I had to run away to have him somewhere else. But eventually I had to come back home and I was living with my parents then. You know the whole trauma of seeing your child that you were so proud of or you know that you that was promising, had a promising future, now have a child and is at home and is struggling and all that. They couldn't handle it. But then this made us always have you know this friction there's always a friction there's always a bad word here and there there's always me trying to prove that hey this is not my my end and be all okay but i remember this one night and i just had it up to here i was just by myself meditating in my room my son was sleeping and my dad came in from work and just came into my room. I don't know what happened to his day. I don't know what happened to him, but he was such in a sober mood that he came into my room and was like, Chigozi, that's my Nigerian native name. She said, he said, Chigozi, I'm so proud of you. And I looked at my dad. I was like, what's wrong? What happened in my mind because I couldn't say it out. It was like, I'm so proud of you. I love you. That was the first time my dad ever said I love you out to me. If you if you if you know African fathers and how they can be, you know that uh, I love you is like is Jesus is Jesus here already? <laughs> so I was just trying to process the whole outburst on me and He said, I respect you so much for the strength Mm. it took you to keep this child. If not for anything, if I am not sure of who you are as a human being, I know because of the decision you made to keep this child. And 
for me, I I busted out crying because who it doesn't affirmed. love an affirmation from he their friends? Something that you probably were not even expecting. I wasn't. And you're probably going through your the most as well. I remember my preconceived I idea guess. was that he was gonna kill me, he was gonna be so ashamed of me, he was going to reject me. And just to mention, this didn't happen like immediately when I got home. Remember, we've been having back and forth and friction. But I think the whole process kind of made him see me in a different light. Yes. Because his pre- preconceived ideas also were, were shifted. <laughs> so it took him accepting yes. that this is it. I may want this for my daughter or I may have thought that my daughter is this but this is what my daughter is and that whole process of me deciding to keep my son deciding to brave it no matter what helped my dad navigate navigate around around what it really meant for me to be the daughter that he so like it was like the closure went round everybody got their healing everybody got a fresh perspective but who knows maybe if i had done an abortion my father would have seen me as this untainted perfect uh, you know holy girl but Dancing, <laughs> dying with your own but I'm, I'm messed up and traumatized Ooh. in my mind. So, yeah. <laughs> Making that tough decision helps a lot. Helps a lot. You see, that's the thing that I'm saying. Like, I love the fact that in taking care of self, it requires simple sometimes, but very hard and tedious things. Yes. And decisions. Yes. Because... That's only if and when you're willing to put in the work. That are, that is what I always say to people is that when you are saying to yourself like, actually, I want to become this person and that and that and that and the other, and or people ask this question, oh, memes, you're such a strong person. What keeps you going? And I say, the thing that keeps me going is having to know that I am responsible for myself. Yeah. And the decisions I make will impact not only me, but the people around me. That's the thing that we don't have. We're not conscientious conscientious of that English again. (laughs) The problem with us is that we are so self-absorbed sometimes that we assume that the decisions we have will not spill over onto the people we love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes in taking care of self, and this is what I'm going to probably conclude with, is sometimes in taking care of self requires you to be mindful of others. Mm. 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 That the decision that you're making is not necessarily just going to impact you because you've shared several stories right now and today that is giving you a broader picture of how many people are benefiting from a decision that you made. That I made. And will still benefit because who knows the future. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So... And that's the thing that I always say, if I can sleep well at night knowing that my mind and the thing that you also highlighted in your conversation is having peace. Mm. You have peace mm. because you've defeated demons that you, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Or conquered demons that you, in your words, basically. 
that you didn't know that you were going to be able to conquer. That in itself for me speaks into what I always say to myself. If I can sleep well at night knowing this decision is a decision that brings me peace, I can look at myself in the mirror. That is part and parcel of taking care of self. Yes. Yes. And it, it makes you trust yourself to always make the right decisions. Yes. Because it creates an, an understanding of self. And just to conclude, I I have this favorite quote by Denzel Washington. I always like referring to it because it kind of makes me, puts me in the right state of mind. He said, ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. Mm. And for me, that means that if I would always perceive things to be easy, I would not take the necessary step to to progress in life. Because if my mind is already set that I will encounter challenges, it's going to be tough, it's going to be hard. My mind is already geared to try, yes, to resist whatever that is thrown at me and still forge forward. Mm. But when I always expect things to be easy, how am I able to condition my mind to face difficulties? Keeping a, being a single mom in this generation is not easy. Financially, emotionally, there are times you need help. There are times you need um, companion. Show me right now. We are having a conversation with people with my baby on my back and basically bouncing him on an exercise ball. And yes. I can only be assisted by someone who's able to understand it. And because you are a mother and you've done this before me, it means that the chemistry between me and you will always be mutual. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and that is also contributing to my well-being. mental health and well-being. Well-being. Yes. Yes. I can't believe that I'm beginning to feel a certain level of self-love afresh for myself because I'm like, girl, you got this. You got this. You know, that's that's the vibe I'm getting for myself right now. Because, you know, looking back, I know motivational speakers always tell us, don't look back, look forward, keep focused. But if I'll ever want to look back, it would be to count my blessings. Yes. It would be to be encouraged yes. that, hey, see where you're coming from. If you could overcome this, then. And I think this is my final words to you. Look back on the many battles you've won. Let it be what propels you to move forward. Yeah. And... Offer yourself that closure. Offer yourself that kindness of considering yourself first. And how that consideration is going to affect the people around you positively. And let it propel you to make the necessary tough but um, rewarding decisions for your life. Yes, girl. <laughs> if you are in spaces or in around people that keeps you looking back without having to encourage you to look forward, mm. you move, remove yourself from those yeah. spaces. Yeah. Because it's not giving you, it's not serving you well. Yeah. So from Mimi and Ree, yes, we shall see you next. 
Hi, people. On the next episode. Yep. Bye.